And then to see that and see the nation's reaction to that, and it was so unjust. Everybody seemed so angry at the community, and we hadn't done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't fair, you know? Some poor kid got murdered and tied to a fence, and yet they still tried to find blame in us for that. Welcome back to another edition of 5 Minutes with Marky, a weekly conversation with a trendsetter, a leader, a defining figure of the Colorado LGBT movement. That voice you just heard is pretty much all of the above and more. That was Onyx. But before I get to her, you know, I just want to harken back real quick uh, to the previous episode with Corky. And he was talking about Denver gay bars in the 60s. And this one place in particular he pointed out was called the Gilded Cage, very secretive bar that may even have been down in a in an alley that you had to sneak into. But that name stuck with me for some reason, so I went back and I Googled it a few days later. No reference to the bar itself on Google, but I see where the owners may have gotten the name. The Gilded Cage is derived from the phrase, a bird in a gilded cage, meaning living in a luxurious prison. And it's also from uh, the 1955 film, The Gilded Cage. But a luxurious prison? How powerful a metaphor is that for maybe what it was like to be gay in the 1960s and uh, the level of injustice? And that injustice is not gone. It's still here. We're still fighting against it. Some of us are fighting more on the front lines than others of us. And my guest today is someone who's organizing and voting with her feet that is Onyx, an activist, a performer, an organizer, came out of the closet at a very young age, seventh grade in the 1990s. That had to be quite a harrowing thing to do at a young age. Maybe that inspired her to be involved in so many of the causes that she's helped out in. Let's find out what those are as we head out to Blush and Blue on Colfax on a chilly Sunday afternoon and sit down with Onyx. Start the clock. It's five minutes with Marky. Rainbow Alley uh, was a it was great. It was a good time in my life. Um, I was 13. We had a coffee house here in Denver that was the only all ages facility. Um, and they ended up closing down at the end of the summer in 1998. And, uh, we saw a need for a youth facility here in Denver. Um, and there was word that the center had thought about something like that because there was an outreach program in Boston that had worked really well. Um, so, uh, a group of us, there was two youth, myself and Ben, Um, and another youth, TJ, who had worked with us, and uh, some adults who had come together and we created a panel and approached the center and decided that we wanted to see what we could do about launching our own youth facility here in Denver. So you basically created Rainbow Alley. I mean, I don't know if I created it. There were a lot of hardworking people that went into that, social workers and volunteers and adults that, you know, took the, the helm for sure. That wasn't anything that I did. And now Rainbow Alley is a safe place for kids ages? Uh, I think it's 13 on up to 21. 13 to 21. And the, uh, I remember the thing that struck me most about it, there's a, a drag box. Yeah. If I had hit a drag, drag box, box Onyx when I was 13, oh my goodness. No. Could you imagine the glitter and glam that would be all over this community <laughs> at our generation with people that had had access to a drag box? Oh my goodness. And I understand you can, people can donate absolutely, to that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. From what I know, I think you can drop anything off at the center or with Rainbow Alley directly, which is located at the center um, here off of Colfax and Lafayette. And I think they'll just take it right down to the drag box for the kids. 
Very cool. So if you if you're getting rid of that old bridesmaid's dress, right. don't take it to old Ark. Old wigs that you you think could you know even if they're messed up, take them down to the kids. like can cut them yes. up. Yes. Try out different styles. They'll on they'll them. come up with yeah. something great. Queer prom. Tell me about that. Queer prom started before my generation. So that even started before Rainbow Alley. From what I remember, there was a smaller group at Auraria campus that had originated queer prom. Um, and when Rainbow Alley started up in 1998, I think they took over with queer prom. I was pretty involved. We, we had organizing committees and stuff. And then one year, uh, my senior year actually of high school, there was a uh, news crew with Rocky Mountain News that had followed us in and through because it was, it was a unique prom. It was a unique um, thing for anybody in the, in the community, let alone anybody in the nation to see because it was uh, you know, strictly for queer and queer allied youth that could be a safe space for them to express themselves and feel like they were still getting the traditional high school experience right. of their own prom yeah. or they weren't afraid to go in a tuxedo or a dress regardless of gender. And uh, so it was a unique story for a lot of people to hear and it was organized all by the youth, you know? Glisten. What's Glisten? Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. Um, so it's a, an organization that was created to... Um, create safe spaces in school and also write legislation to uh, in make sure that we have safe spaces in school and proper um, proper laws and you know actions taken for schools and districts to protect each student regardless of gender identity you know we protected students of race religion you know all sorts of things throughout our entire experience with glisten and then um, from the national chapter they have divisions in each state uh, and I was a co-chair with Glisten Colorado here for about 10 years. Dyke March. This is coming up soon. Yeah, Dyke March is Tell great. us about it. Denver Dyke March will be June 17th uh, right here at Blush and Blue. We start the rally at 1 p.m. Again, we start everything on time. Uh, there will be a lot of surprises here for you other than just a traditional show for the rally. Uh, we also go from 1 p.m. with the rally to 2.45. 2.45, we're going to line up on the street outside of Blush here on Colfax. And then at 3 p.m. sharp, we're going to start our march down Colfax. Now, we are marching without permits this year, so please make certain that you march safely, march aware, and understand how to interact with anybody on the sidelines or police. And please help us be aware of our surroundings during the march. What's the mission of Dyke March? What, are, what What's the message we're trying to get out about that? Um, Dyke March is an, a march to represent the unheard women of the community. You know, it's not just about women not being heard in the world here in our own community. It's still an unheard voice. You know, we've got very far and few lesbian bars or all accepting bars like Blush and Blue where everybody feels safe, including the women of our community. And it's a place for women to be heard in our community. We have legitimate issues within our own women's community here that aren't being heard. Do you think there's bars where, where women or lesbians are, are not welcome? I do. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, present in every city and in every community. And it's, you know, not just strictly tied down to the queer community or the straight community, but there's definitely, you know, it, every, every place has its niche, you know? You know, Onyx, I, I just see like in you a strong sense of justice for those who've been bullied. And you, you're probably one of the most civic-minded people in the community that I know. There had to be something in your life that kind of inspired that. Where did that come from? Where, who, who gave you that? Or what gave you that? I don't know. You know, everybody asks me that. I don't think there's a specific person. I definitely get a lot of it from the community. I came out, though, in 1998 at a time, you know, Matthew Shepard had just been... 
uh, murdered at the end of the summer at the end of what was one of the greatest summers of my life because I had just come out and had gone to drag shows and my first Pride Fest and had this wonderful loving experience at this uh, gay coffee house here in Denver and and then to see that and see the nation's reaction to that and it was so unjust everybody seemed so angry at the community and we hadn't done anything wrong Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't fair you know some poor kid got murdered and tied to a fence and yet they still tried to find blame in us for that well maybe that's it maybe that's the answer is that that's that and i know you know you knew matt yeah and uh maybe being so close to that maybe that was what did inspire things like rainbow alley queer prom glisten Dyke March. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you see something awful happen, and then these other amazing things can come out of it. Yeah, in the end, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And there were a lot of hate crimes back in that time. You know, Matthew, James Bird Jr., Brendan Tina. You know, there was a lot of things. I actually worked with the Shepherd family back then as well, um, and they were releasing a documentary, Journey to a Hate-Free Millennium, which is actually about all of those hate crimes at that time. And it was a really powerful message because they were extremely hate-filled and violent events that happened, but that were so unheard of in the nation and underreported and underrepresented, which is exactly what Dyke March is about telling the stories of those that aren't heard on a typical daily basis. This is the fire under you, all these things, all these, all these injustices. I think it's the fire that drives you, isn't it? Probably is. I I know you're not married. No. You have a ring on your, your left ring finger. What's that? What's that all about? I do. I, uh, you know, we all go through our own personal stuff. I went through some personal struggles, came out feeling a little under the weather about it and, and jaded towards the world and reminded myself that, there's no reason to take anything out on anybody and you just need to focus in on yourself and I started a, a journey 365 days of myself I wrote blogs on my Facebook day number one went to day 365 um, that ended March 30th which oddly enough was the day that I also had the meeting to determine what Dyke March would be this year that's not a coincidence it, it might be we put, we, we put these things out in the universe <laughs> enough and they, they eventually manifest themselves. It does. You know? It does. And I put the ring on my finger on day one of 365 days to remind myself that I was in it for myself um, and that I needed to take care of myself or, or I wouldn't be there to take care of anybody else, including my community, or come back with Dyke March the way that we are this year. Well, I'm glad you're doing that. I'm glad you did that for yourself. And I'm sure I speak for a lot of people that are listening to us right now when I say thank you for all these things that you've done for our community, me, all of them, everybody. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm more thankful to the community for always showing up and being there and being supportive. Onyx, thanks for giving me five minutes. Thank you. Well, if you're feeling a little civically inferior, (laughs) you're not alone. I think we we all see a lot of these injustices, uh, but what are we really doing about it? You know, I listen to Onyx and I ask myself, what have I done to fight back? And I've done some things, but... Not nearly enough, but it's uh, one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is to kind of learn about our community and maybe help others do the same. Some of those things you heard Onyx talking about Denver Dyke March. Now Google that and you're going to find a number of ways you can get involved and help out. There's also a GoFundMe page, a Facebook page, Queer Prom. If you want to help that out, you can write a check for them. Drop it off at the GLBT Center on Colfax and Lafayette. Put Queer Prom in the memo. Glisten www.glsen.org Also check out the Blush and Blue Facebook page 
Onyx has a lot of really cool events going on there as well. Coming up next time on 5 Minutes with Marky. When I first moved to Denver, one of the first places that I worked was Beta. And it's because I bugged them and I bugged them and I bugged them, you know, and pretty soon I was running, running lights, you know. That is the voice of VJ Aaron. You know him from X-Bar, outstanding DJ, and he also produces videos for the bar. Very inventive, very creative. He's going to tell us about why he became a DJ and what he loves so much about X-Bar and the energy, the great energy that's there. Program notes, look for me coming up at Rainbow Glitter Ball, June 10th at Trax Nightclub. TraxDenver.com for more information about that. Also follow my Facebook page, DJ Marky, and of course follow the Facebook page for 5 Minutes with Marky. I think that's enough shameless plugs for one week. Hey, you know somebody you think would be a great guest on this show? Well, uh, reach out to me. Let me know who they are. Maybe that person's you. Send me a message on my 5 Minutes with Marky Facebook page. Have a great week! Oh.